in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host and Yakuza boss, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the crime drama series Tokyo Vice, created by J.T. Rogers, based on the 2009 book of the same name, Tokyo Vice, an American reporter on the police beat in Japan by Jake Adelstein. Uh, this came out this year at HBO Max. We wanted to check it out. It looked like it was going to be a really cool series. I think, Taylor, you and I are pretty big fans of the gritty crime-style show, but this, for particularly being set at a certain time period, the you know the 1999 era and on in Japan, sounded really awesome. So, Taylor, what's a quick synopsis of Tokyo Vice, and then we'll get into it. So the premise is set in the late 90s. Uh, American journalist Jake Adelstein, he's relocated to Tokyo, and he's uh, preparing to pass this exam as he wants to have the chance to join a major uh, Japanese newspaper. He succeeds becoming their first foreign-born journalist. He starts at the very bottom and working his way up, and he's looking for that big story. And what big story better than that is finding and investigating the criminal underworld that is Tokyo, Japan, in particular, the Yakuza, which is kind of the equivalent of the mafia with the Italians would be the the big crime, um, crime families of Japan. Very excited about this show as well. Um, I think not only just the tone about it, but, you know, I think we both have a love of um, Japan uh, throughout the history, uh, the culture and the language and the history. And I do love a good crime drama. And this really really did a great job really setting it for that time period of this that that neon soaked japan and also kind of i like the fact that went back into showing a a 90s um, era kind of cop drama where you don't have a lot of the technology at the time so it is kind of that kind of beat uh kind of cop beat and uh you know hitting the ground hitting the pavement journalistic style and this is also one of those stories where a lot of people are under the influence of the Yakuza uh, being paid off or, you know, turning into blind eye because of threats. So it's kind of hard for even some of the cops to do their job to the, to the full, you know, uh, rule of the law, as well as journalists. Uh, there's kind of a certain area of Japan where some of it is kind of okay, kind of more of a tabloidy type uh, magazine base. But what our, our lead character, Jake, is trying to do is almost take down the Yakuza from, you know, a journalistic standpoint. And often he gets his uh, head into situations that are a little more dangerous than really his pay grade. And so I thought it was, yeah, it's just, it, it's a really cool look at Japan from that time era where, yeah, we don't have all the, you know, technology we have today. And a lot of it is based off true detective style of, well, if I can get into this guy and talk to them and be able to know some about that. And what I love about this show too, is this could have been a show where they just showcased elements from what we deem the good guys, but they show elements so much of the accused themselves. And so we have different crime bosses we're following throughout the show. And there's a couple of characters that really, I think it paints a, a good picture that not all good people are good and not all bad people are bad. There's, 
There's lines crossed on both sides. Lines crossed, wires crossed, blurred lines, you name it. It's got it all. <laughs> uh, which I thought was neat that they they showcase kind of not only how the organization works, but how damaged some of these people are, um, especially one character in particular, uh, Sato, who is uh, uh, one of our main characters who shows up early in the season, and we follow his journey a lot through the show, and I really liked how much they they showcase that he he's kind of in too deep already, but he has a little bit of maybe wanting to get out, but he has to kind of keep proving his allegiance. And you can see some of the family issues too, of like where he came from. And, you know, they kind of show a little bit of process too, of once you become a member of one of these gangs, you have to, you know, you don't go back to your family. You don't connect with them anymore. This is your life. Now, everything is to your leader and sometimes to some very scary uh, results if you ever cross them or don't do your job properly. Ansel Ehort and Ken Watanabe lead the series, and I thought they worked really great together. Ansel has the great energy in this. You know, Jake comes off as this youthful presence who... Very naive. He's having a, he's, he's having a fun time in Japan for being, you know, he's the the one white guy, you know, as a lot of people are like, why is this guy here? They just think he's a tourist half the time. But he he sticks to his nerve and wanting to get the job done. But again, it's just sometimes the he's really pushing for the biggest story possible and not always with the, the proof behind it. So I think when you have him connect with Ken Watanabe's character, he's playing uh, Katagari, who's this, he's like the, you know, the wise detective at the cop, you know, and he very, very by the book, he's got this high honor. Yeah. He knows how to handle these situations. And it's so interesting too, when you watch this series in a similar way to like the mafia, just how coy and kind of comfortable Yakuza members can be meeting cops in broad daylight and being like, all right, we did what we need to do. We're talking, but like no one's getting arrested. That's what's so crazy. Like moves can't always be made. You know? I think what's cool about it is that though it's these criminal underbellies is that and criminal um, groups that are working outside the law, the fact that because Japan and a whole is so steep in culture and tradition and there's this level of respect and honor, I think that was very interesting. That I you know ne- I never saw in any kind of kind of crime show before, which I thought was really great. Yeah, there's even some moments in this. You know, we, we're not doing spoilers today. Once you guys go and check it out, uh, where obviously the gangs go against each other for you know whether it's uh, money or you know personal reasons, and then see how how they handle that afterwards as a sign of respect and how to pay your debt and it. All of that, I think, was really cool because, you know, I'm sure there's been other movies and TV shows that do kind of go after this topic and more of the, oh, they're just the bad guys and we see how the criminal deals go. But really diving into, we have personal struggles with some of our bad guys that I haven't wasn't expecting. Uh, Health issues, uh, romance issues, uh, you know, issues of power. And when it comes to the violence in this, I think they did a real realistic take with you know, especially gangs with the, the gun use or knife use or even samurai sword at times uh, uh, to be used as a weapon of assassination was really scary and kind of intense. So it was a good paced show. It never felt like it was too slow. It always felt like there's a sense of danger. You never know who's going to run into who. And the cast is fantastic. 
I did read that some people kind of had a bit of a complaint about for a show that it's supposed to be, you know, fully set in Japan and most of the characters are Japanese. There tends to be a lot of English, even for the Japanese characters when they're around Jake. And again, I think it's a hard thing where they do have a fair amount in this that is subtitle based because naturally they want to show off the Japanese language. It didn't bother me so much, but maybe if someone really is like looking for full authentic, they're thinking would everyone have just spoken Japanese and he had to deal with it. I'm not sure. English is also a very main language, and obviously in Japan, there's also a lot of tourism. Seeing experience from us being there uh, not too long ago within you know the time frame, but I will give co- uh, commendation to Ansel Engelhort, who it sounded like he was speaking very authentic Japanese. So he really, very well. he really yeah. worked hard for that, and I thought he, he played that very well. But I, yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised that they did put as much Japanese in subtitles and I didn't think they were going to have as much for, for my experience and from what I'm watching. But I really liked that because it, it felt it gave it more of an authentic feel than I was expecting. Yeah. And I think a big part to why this whole show kind of has the vibe it does is, you know, we have Michael Mann come in here, direct the first episode, definitely sending the tone of, you know, a man who's done so many of these style movies. You know, I think, I think JT Rogers being the creator of this, took the inspiration from the book and wanted to make something that felt, you know, rustic with the time period felt real, felt dangerous, but it still highlights Japan in such a way that I think it's, it's fun to watch. And boy, it left off with a lot of cliffhangers. This was an eight episode first season Um, at the point that we're recording this. The last episode just dropped this last weekend. We have not had a confirmation of a season two, but I'm pretty sure this would be one that I do hope gets explored more uh, because knowing that he, Jake was a reporter there for quite some time. There's probably a lot uh, of stories that could continue and whether some of the stuff in the show is a little bit fictional to make it a little more entertaining. Uh, you know, that's always the choice when it comes to adapting uh, a real thing into uh, a show like this, but from everything of how it's been stylized, the acting, the dialogue, the intense nature and really again the beauty of japan for me the show was a nine out of ten i had a really good time with it i was always like when's the next episode and i can't wait to see more 100 i'm gonna give it nine out of ten as well uh left me wanting more and amazing stylized direction i love the music choices and uh buckle up i hope it gets greenlit but of course you all out there can check this out for yourselves and we definitely recommend the show tokyo vice now streaming all eight episodes on hbo max and that was this edition of potential picks thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the potential podcast or on twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the Potential Podcast at Yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.